Hello, investors, and welcome to episode one of Dissecting the Deal. Our guest is Noah Evans. Welcome, everyone. This is the inaugural episode of Dissecting the Deal, a podcast where we break down with an investor a property they've done and find out how they looked at it, how they acquired it, how they paid for it, and what they learned along the way. I'm your host, Michael Liddicote, and I am pleased to be able to bring to this episode a person I'm proud to call a friend. His name is Noah Evans. Noah is not only a real estate agent out of Boise, Idaho, he is also an investor as well. And in today's episode, Noah is going to be talking to us about a property that he thought was going to be a flip, but changed along the way. He still made out nice, but it was an interesting journey to say the least. I'll see you guys again at the end of the episode. work out all that sort of stuff um but other than that we're just going to essentially do it like we were doing in front of the meetup group so yeah sounds, sounds good, good man wait okay all right so noah tell me about the type of asset that you found in this deal was it a single family multi-family what was it yeah so um we actually found a single family home um from what you see on the screen it's actually going to be different i just last minute i just decided to do a different deal oh right? no worries that's fine okay cool yeah, so uh, this one was interesting. We we hired a girl to do driving for dollars. Okay. And yep, so we only had her for about a month, but in that one month, she found one deal, which was awesome. Hey. Yeah, so no complaints, right? The investment was worth the time. Yep. Um, yeah, so within her first week of driving around, she she marked down a house that just had a bunch of junk out front. It looked like they were clearing it out. Oh. Um, and what had happened was the house was actually full of five ex-convicts. Okay. Yep. They're pretty interesting, right? So it's like a church, like rehabilitation oh, house, like sure, you know, sure. bring you back to Jesus type of thing. And yeah, yeah. Um, the owners were actually already getting ready to sell because there was some fire damage on the back of the property. Oh, they oh. believe that it may have been purposely caused by someone playing with fire. Okay. Although everyone else in the house claims that that's not the case, so they were like, you know what, we're not going to fix it. It's it's like ten grand to fix it with the insurance company in six months. And so we're just kicking everybody out. So they had already set up a, an eviction date and said, you guys need to be out, right? So wow. that's where the junk in the front of the yard came from. So yeah, we, we eventually got a hold of the uh, hold of the owner and uh, the owner goes, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I wanna sell, but I don't know if we can come to an agreement on price. And my sister has already reached out to some, to some people who wanna buy it and they're a family. We don't wanna sell to investors. Oh, okay. So <laughs> where it gets interesting is me hearing that, I was like, okay, I gotta get in today. I'm not, yeah. I'm not waiting until the walkthrough with everybody else. I'm getting in early. So right. I called the one brother here in charge of the estate. It was their family home. And I said, hey, can I, get, can I just go by right now? Can I go by right now and just go check it out? I'll go knock on the door as long as the guys are okay with it. You're giving me permission. I'm fine with that. Okay. So he says yes. And uh, so I go into the house. Sure enough, everybody's calm, easy going, really no problems at all. We're walking through. Okay. I'm like, you know, this is a deal. This is 100% a deal. I was just looking at it. It didn't need a ton of work. It really just needed updates, maybe open up a wall or two. It was massive. It's in a very, um, it's, in the, it's in an area called the, the Bench in Boise, which yeah. is a really desirable area right now for everybody moving in. And uh, so immediately I, I called up my partner. He's also my contractor. And I was like, dude, we've, we've got to get you in here. When can you come by? 
He's like, man, I can't make it sell the, the walkthrough. So I, we both come back at the walkthrough, but at this point, somebody who used to live in the house, who kind of says he watches over the other guys, yeah. was irate that I had walked in the house. I mean, throwing a fit, big time. He was like, this guy just walked right in. He was opening the bedroom doors. He was going through and walked in on someone in the bathroom, which none of this was true, Yeah. right? But he's basically saying he's not letting anybody else in the house and then I can hear him because I was standing in the front yard trying to give him some space there's other people here for the walkthrough but nobody's getting in and I can hear him saying ah, when they go to sell this we're going to make this as difficult as possible we're not going to leave all these things and uh, which ultimately ended up forcing us to make a quicker decision which lost us about 25k oh. but I'll get to that in a minute yes yeah, so it's okay. kind of interesting right okay so um, after a week or two of negotiating with the two brothers that, that own this home together, we finally got to a price of $285,000. Okay. Um, my partner and I at that point were like, man, I would love to flip this, but I'm really nervous about dealing with these tenants. Like one, they're kind of scary, right? Yeah. Two, there's five of them that we have to evict. And right. the, the pastor that ran the whole house was, was really trying to like evade my calls and not be responsive to my request. I would call him up and he'd say, hey, I have COVID, I can't talk right now. I'm so sick, hang up. So finally it got to the point where I called him up and this was, uh, we were already under contract, had already turned to nurse money. I was like, hey, I, I, I wanna be of assistance to you, but at this point, you're making my job harder. If the tenants aren't out on the exact date that they said they were gonna be out, I'm just gonna show up with the sheriff and that's not gonna be good for all of your guys. Right. Sure enough, I never heard from them again and they were all out on the closing date. Wow. However, my partner and I had already set forth plans yeah. to wholesale that deal at that point. We're like, ah, it's just too much for us to take on. Um, I can't. I, I don't want to take the risk. Okay. Let's wholesale it. So we, we reached out to one of his buddies who he used to flip houses with. He's a very serious flipper out here. And uh, we're thinking maybe we can get like 320 out of it. He offers us 310 which is a $25,000 wholesale. So um, for both of us, we're just like, eh, we'll take it. It's easy money. Most yep. of our flips are 35 k So... 25K for doing nothing other than connecting dots. We'll, we'll take that all day. Um, this is where it gets really funny, though. Okay. So he, we're, we're under the interpretation that he's flipping the house, right? Like, we're like, oh, cool. It'll be, he'll list it and we'll get to see the project and all this cool stuff. Well, a week later, I had an investor call me on one of my uh, listings that was kind of like a, you know, fix and flipper on the market deal. Okay. We go get coffee. He's from California. He's telling me, hey, I'm getting ready to buy four properties out here. Let me know what you have. And I'm, he's like, I just bought one. I just bought one last week. I'm like, really? Well, look, can I see some pictures of it? Can I see where it's at? And as he's scrolling through the pictures, <laughs> I'm like, I know that house. I know where that house is at. He's like, how? I was like, I wholesaled that house to this investor. Who did you get it from? And he's like, oh, I bought it from this guy, which I also know, but it's not the same guy I sold it to. What? So I call that guy up after the fact, and I'm like, dude, what, where did you get this house from? He's like, oh, I bought it from the this investor for turned out to be twenty five thousand dollars more than I had sold it to that investor for. Whoa! So a double wholesale, fifty k in fees. Holy cow! <laughs> then there's one more wholesale at the very end of all of it. The last <laughs> guy who bought it, I'm just I don't want to disclose people's names because I don't yeah know yeah that's that. fine. Yeah, um, I don't have their permission or whatever. But yeah, the yeah. very last guy who who bought it wholesaled it for another five k to the investor from California. <laughs> How crazy is that? So there was what, uh, 25, 50, $55,000 in wholesale fees. 
And you know what? We we probably would have we probably could have uh, held on to it and wholesale ourselves or flipped it or whatever. Right. Um, had we not been freaked out by the you know con or the the ex convict and the threatening saying he's going to make right. this difficult and blah 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 and all this stuff. So yeah. man, it, it, interesting deal. But hey, at the end of the day, everyone made money. Everyone's happy. You know. So um, the investor that ended up buying it, it, he's buying and hold, renovating it, turning it around, or he is turning around, flipping it. Um, I think he's about halfway through the renovation right now, and uh, okay. he's going to throw it back up on market. I think he's going to list it around four twenty-five. And are you about... the, are you getting the list back on that? No, the uh, the okay. very last wholesaler was an agent. The very God. last person who wholesaled the deal to him was it was an agent as well. So I was supposed to get the listing. With the first guy, the buying, so. <laughs> but at the same time, he's like, "Yeah, sure, no, I'll give you the list back." Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna go flip it for. I'm gonna wholesale it first and assign it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting the listing after that. Yeah. So, um, so let's go through some questions here. So, um, great property, interesting experience. Um, what? How did you know it was a deal? You because you said once you got in, you're like, "Oh, I gotta get my partner in. I gotta do it." Like, what made it a deal for you? You know, um, just having been on enough appointments in that neighborhood, I had seen what our normal wholesales look like in terms of they're thrashed, they're nasty, it's a gross property, you can't have people living in there at the moment, it's full of junk, whatever. This one was pretty clean. Like, it was honestly pretty clean. It was on a big lot. Uh, the neighbors all had really well taken care of lawns and, you know, beautiful homes. And I was like, this is just, this is the worst house in this neighborhood. There it is. And that's the properties we look for as investors, yeah. right? Yep. So, um, and then just kind of looking at the numbers, where we were like, man, we could probably get, you know, 400 to 415 as a flip. We're yeah. looking at about a $70,000 flip, mostly because the house is big. It was like a 26 or 2,800 square foot home. So it's wow. pretty large. That is yeah. pretty large. Yeah. And then, you know, looking at the purchase price too, we knew that we were going to be somewhere between like 285 and 300. Okay. So it was a good spread. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, let's see. How did you end up? I can't hear you with your hands over your face, sugar. There's five minutes Okay, thank you. I will change that. <laughs> hey, Piper Joe. <laughs> they have a timer on their TV. No, it's on the Nintendo. Oh, there you go. That's cool. I've got, I've got parental controls and locks on the Switch. So she's only allowed so much time per day. And uh, so she was coming to tell me she only had five minutes left. And her mom was letting her stay up a little bit. So, yeah. Well, it's best um, to bug dad when he's busy because that's how you get more time for free. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> she's a smart girl, man. <laughs> uh, she's a very intelligent girl. She used the uh, word... Um, uh, I would, what did she say? Uh, they went to the doctor today and she used the word, um, uh, how did, what did she tell me it was? Uh, she was a, or she demonstrated it. She was like, daddy, I demonstrated for Ellie how to be a good, how to do good with the doctor and stuff. And I'm like, multi-syllabic words, five word? years old, way to go. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, okay. man. So uh, let's go back into this. Um, so you you knew it was a deal because you 
uh, you knew it was a deal because you knew the neighborhood, you knew what the price per square foot should be as a listing. Again, you're a realtor, so you, you're you're constantly looking and know your market about what's going mm-hmm. on. You knew the acquisition was going to be low because they didn't want to put up with the hassle of trying to fix the stuff that was there. The brothers just wanted out of it. They'd gotten their stuff and they're just, you know, not, not looking to get top dollar just to be done and, and rid of it and whatever. So how did you guys, um, uh, the next question I was going to say was how do you, how did you buy the deal? But this was a wholesale. So you just got it under contract and then did yep. the uh, you didn't have yeah, to we, it. No, no. We put up $3,000 of earnest money, but our earnest money got replaced when uh, the first investor put his earnest money down. Yep. Um, uh, how I think long they, between, uh, putting your earnest money down and getting the, um, getting the next investor in? Probably three days well, within uh, the same week. Hey, that's not bad. We had a quick close. We kind of had to, which was like the whole rush of us sure. taking a lower price when we when we normally could have been more patient. Sure, got it. Uh, what was your time to close from the time you were in a contract to closing? Um, I think we had ten business days. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we we that, that's part of our value proposition, and you know? we promised a quick close. So very cool. Um, let's see. So your strategy obviously worked out. Um, what was there anything on this deal that it was your first time doing? Yeah, we had never um, up until that point we had never actually closed on a home with tenants in it, or or at least put a home under contract with the expectation to close with them in there. Um, so that was that was interesting, and that was that was a big part of that fear of like, man, let's just get rid of this. Let's sure. just <laughs> let's take our twenty five k and run. Sure. Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's especially when you've been in that situation where the tenants are verbally bashing you, you know, in front of other people and stuff. And you're like, Oh, now I got to deal with this guy without a crowd. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so knowing what you know now about this property or, you know, what would you do differently with this one? Um, I, I, I think in hindsight, like, I should have known that there probably wouldn't have been any issues with them leaving because of the fact that they all had, previous records and all of them are trying to better their lives, right? right? Like they all want to become better people, which is why they're in that home. Right. So the chances that they really want to have a run, a run in with, you know, the sheriff or any type of legal issues is slim to none. Right. So I, I should have, uh, my partner and I actually talked about it after the fact and we're like, yeah, I mean, the, the chances that they just left with no problem were, were, were much greater than they, than that's been, the chances they left without giving us a problem were greater than the chances they stayed and wanted to create right. a problem because we have the law on our side and they don't want it. They, that, that's very stressful for them to, you know, come into contact with the police again, and yeah. sheriffs again, and they don't want to do that. So hindsight, been more patient, trusted, uh, trusted the fact that they would have, uh, would have left the property without issues and we wouldn't have been sitting for three months before we can get them out or whatever. Sure. Um, but in hindsight, we still made money. So yeah. Well, and as you said, you guys were happy with what you made. Yeah. And it was only in hindsight of hearing about the deal after the fact that you're like, oh, we, we, we had so much more. I mean, in the moment, your risk factor for potentially not making what you were going to make on, mm-hmm. on the flip, you're like, ah, we'll, we'll take 25 and split it, and we're happy with that deal all day long. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Okay. Um, so let's see. Let's dig in and make sure I got the numbers right here. So you guys were able to purchase for two hundred eighty-five. You got a twenty-five thousand dollars assignment fee out of it. You found out at the end of the day that the investor who bought it is planning on being around four twenty-five on it. Wait, yeah, I think that's. I think that he's going to list it around four twenty-five. That's the last I talked to him. Um, I mean, markets are around the U.S. are having crazy appreciation right now. Where 
homes are jumping 15k a month. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> so Boise is extremely crazy. Um, so I don't know if he's going higher than that right now. He he might he might be trying to go higher at this point. Sure. Um, so, and then you guys thought uh, you were happy with your 25. You thought you might have made 70 uh, after you had done all the renovation and everything. Is that right? Um, I think no. I'm not. I don't. I can't remember to be honest off the top of my head what we thought our profit would be. I know that we were expecting the rehab to be 60 to 70. Oh, you were expecting rehab was going to be 60 mm-hmm. Got it. Yep. Okay. So at that point, you would have been uh, 285 in on on purchase. You would have been, call it 70 in, so you've been at 355. Um, again, looking at, you know, you know your market, so you were hoping around 400 plus. So at that point, you would have been looking at somewhere between 45 plus return, you know, uh, is what you were yeah. out of it. Which That sounds about again, right. You know, that's not terrible, but it's also, you know, uh, I think I heard you say, you know, 10 working days and you guys made 25K. So that's not bad either. Yeah. There's a, t- there's a, there's a value to be placed on the return of your time, you know, yeah. and gave us extra time to go find more deals. So. Right. Right. Well, very cool. So um, what, tell me what, what happened with uh, the, you said it was uh, someone's sister that was, that found this deal after a month? Um, yeah. Well, so when we showed up to the inspect or when we showed up to the walkthrough as a group with all the other people that had been invited, yeah. the sister to these two brothers. So she was, she was, a, she was also a partial owner, but not a decision maker. She uh-huh. wasn't left okay. in charge of the estate. She really wanted it to go to this young couple in her, in her church. And we were, we, I mean, I could just tell right at the bat that she was willing to go to bat for this young couple and negotiate against us, take a lower price just because it was them. But I banked on the fact that this home was going to be a little too much for them to take on. I mean, it had, it had a very small portion of the back corner that was uh, charred, fire damaged. Um, some drywall had been ripped out in the ceiling. They started pulling it apart. To, to an investor, it's, it's, it, it really wasn't much. I mean, yeah. replacing some of the roof and some drywall and um, some of the trim uh, around the roof. But other than that, it's, 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 it's nothing crazy. But to a, to a first-time home buyer, that's intense. Yeah. So yeah. luckily, I don't, even, I don't even think they submitted an offer which was great for us. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and, and go back on one detail on this because you talked about it and I think I just missed it was, um, so they decide that they're not going to sell it on market, uh, with a listing agent or anybody. Um, but tell me how they got to the decision that they were going to have this walk through and, and how did you submit the bids then, uh, or your offers? You know, um, I don't know how they came. I think personally, they probably just thought with the tenants and the fire damage, there was no way they were going to sell this thing on market. Got it. Um, when I had gotten a hold of them, it was like, I feel like it was like the day I got a hold of them or the day before I got a hold of them, they already had that walkthrough scheduled with that couple and one other person. Oh, okay. So you, so, you snuck in to make the offer because they're like, well, my sister's got somebody that she wants to sell it to. We know somebody else wants to, so we're going to arrange a day for everybody to come and look through. And, yep. and got it. Got yep, it. Exactly. And my main point was, I was like, I got to get in there before everybody else does so I can make a decision beforehand. Right. And you, you know, I don't want to, do. yeah. yeah, I didn't want to go there having to make a decision with other people there. Right. Um, so yeah, but by the time, by the time that actual official walkthrough was set up, I think we had already submitted information to see if we could get approved for the home with our hard money lender and nice. we were ready to go. We wanted, I, I wanted to give them an offer beforehand and just have them cancel the walker. Right, right. But, yeah. Huh. 
still came out again 25 grand yeah. ahead. that's not bad yeah it was it was interesting and they were funny too in the negotiations um i think our original offer was 200 how did it work it was uh 280,000 but we were covering closing costs oh okay and they were like ah, no i just think it's worth more i want more money than that that's not going to work for me so finally after kind of just trying to stick to my guns and being like no i'm really not willing to pay more than this they go i go i, I got a solution you cover your end of the closing cost and i will raise my offer to 285 and they were Michael, it was hilarious. They jumped for joy. Noah, you're you're the best. You're amazing. We're, oh my gosh, that's a deal. That's a deal. I will take that deal. I'm calling my brother right now, and we're gonna get this sorted out. <laughs> and it's the same net. But I see the thing is, is I was transparent to them. I said this is gonna be the same net. But if you want a higher purchase price, I'll give you a higher purchase price. Right, right. At the end of the day, you're walking away with the same amount of cash. But if you want to yep. save it, you've got a higher purchase price. I'm happy to let you do that. Yeah, and that would that would probably actually be one of the. I think one of the biggest takeaways for me this last quarter was that um, a lot of times in my previous negotiations, I've immediately offered closing cost or yeah. moving cost. But for the sellers that don't know what that costs, I haven't done myself a service in my negotiation sure. because I may have just said I'm covering closing costs, which is 5,500 bucks, but to them it's a thousand. Right. So I have, I've only lost ground. They've gained right. ground. I think it's far better to keep it simple and that's what we've done going, gone, uh, having gone forward from that point. And instead of saying, hey, I'll cover your closing costs, we'll just come up and I'll offer by whatever that amount would be. Sure. Because they see, the, they see the end dollar number clear, more clear than they yeah. see, oh, wow, he's going to cover a moving truck and he's saying I can leave all my junk behind. Right. No, I've been talking to some people about that too, where it's, it, especially for people that we're buying from that are not experienced in this, you know, it's, it, math is tough for them to visualize. And mm -hmm. so they've started doing like handouts with their offer of like, here is purchase price A, we are then covering this, you know, and, and just line iteming it for them. So they can say, you're going, you've told us you owe a hundred thousand. So your net takeaway is, you know, just worksheet it for them. Yeah. In order to help them understand, like, here's where you're going to be. You want us to change this number? Okay. Well then we're also going to change this and guess what? We're going to do the math here. You come out the same. So whatever you want to do, we're happy to help you do that. But here's, again, just helping them visualize it, you know, through yeah. the, kitchen table mentality of sitting down and showing them how, how it works. Yeah, exactly. The funny thing is too, with these guys, they were, they never said anything to me at closing. They were happy. One oh. of them left me a review on, I think my Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take it all day. <laughs>
And uh, man, uh, if you are in that market looking for stuff, Noah is a sharp cookie. I, I met him actually through the meetup that I run uh, in Yakima and uh, Noah has always been a go-getter, uh, uh, has a fire and a passion for real estate and is just always a, a pleasure to talk to. He's one of those guys that he we spent a while after the interview chatting about stuff and, uh, you know, telling him all the irons I've got in the fire and Noah has a passion and an energy for real estate that makes me go like, you know what? I need to find another iron and put it in the fire. All right. You're right. Noah. I need to go do this other thing as well. And I was so pleased to be able to have Noah on the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you are an investor and want to talk about a deal that you've done, come and check us out. You can email us at info at dissectingthedeal.com. We would love to talk with you. If you'd like to get connected with our community, you can find us on Facebook at dissectingthedeal.com. If you want to connect with Noah, you can find him on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. His company is Noah Evans Real Estate United Investments. And as always, stay safe out there. (laughs) 